My Crazy IRS Case A House subcommittee investigation reveals new details about my IRS case that should unnerve any journalist, or any American, for that matter. Saturday, December 24, 2022, was one of the most memorable and most panicked days of my life. I spent Christmas Eve last year alone, holed up in the Park 55 Hotel in San Francisco, frantically trying to put together what I thought was the most explosive of the Twitter files' reports, Twitter and other government agencies. My wife and children were due to arrive for Christmas the next day, and I spent the morning checking and rechecking a story I knew might make people upset. It was based on documents passed to Twitter by the FBI-led Foreign Influence Task Force. They showed the company was receiving content recommendations in bulk from an array of federal agencies through the FBI about a range of topics, from domestic extremist groups in the U.S. to leftist activists in Venezuela to Ukraine, Joe Biden, and the energy company Burisma. Moreover, Twitter was joining Facebook, Microsoft, Verizon, Reddit, and perhaps two dozen other firms in attending regular FITF-like gatherings. At that industry meeting, companies often received an OGA briefing, usually about foreign policy matters. OGA is generally understood to be a euphemism for intelligence services in general, or the CIA in particular. The FBI had just announced the Twitter files as the work of conspiracy theorists whose sole purpose was discrediting the agency. If earlier reports made the Bureau unhappy, what reaction would this story inspire? Thanks to a just-published letter to IRS Commissioner Daniel Warfell by House Judiciary Chair Jim Jordan, we now know an IRS investigation of me opened that day, December 24, 2022. Ostensibly, the case was about my 2018 tax return, about which even the IRS doesn't claim to have contacted me for three years before this new assigned date. The opening of the investigation preceded a visit to my home by an IRS agent on March 9th when I testified in Congress about the Twitter files and government censorship. Even more unnerving are other details in Jordan's letter. On January 27, 2023, the IRS assigned an agent to Mr. Taibbi's case to initiate face-to-face contact. The IRS documents reflect that the case agent performed an extensive investigation of Mr. Taibbi, using publicly available search engines and commercial investigative software such as Anywho, Consumer Affairs, LexisNexis Accurant, and Google. The IRS's dossier about Mr. Taibbi included information such as Mr. Taibbi's voter registration records, whether he possessed a hunting or fishing license, whether he had a concealed weapons permit, and his telephone numbers. When the IRS checks to see if you have a carry permit and visits your home, at a time when they owe you money, it's time to worry. There have been multiple episodes in recent years suggesting the IRS is under heightened pressure from both Democratic and Republican administrations to conduct political investigations. There is also an increasing number of incidents of federal enforcement agencies targeting media leaks, from a record number of Espionage Act cases opened under Barack Obama to the Julian Assange case opened in the Trump years to the Bellingcat-aided Pentagon leaker case this year. My case probably has to be added to that pile now. At first, I thought it might be legitimate, as there was an unresolved issue involving my 2021 return one I thought I might have let get out of hand across a winter of not checking mail while working a lot on the West Coast. The initial note the IRS left on my door instructed me not to call for four days, a tactic I later heard was sometimes used by field agents to rattle taxpayers, but usually in more serious cases. 
It wasn't until I finally spoke to the agent on my case and was told that one of two issues was a claim that my 2018 electronic return had been rejected out of concern it had characteristics indicating a possible identity theft that I got nervous. Not only did I not recall ever receiving a notice about 2018, but it seemed very unlikely. I'd been using the same reputable New York accounting firm for a decade, and when I asked them about this, they immediately produced documents showing the IRS electronically accepting that year's return. The committee was good enough to send a letter to the IRS on March 27th asking what was going on, and answers that came back were not reassuring. The giveaway is the unexplained sudden concern with 2018. The IRS does not claim to have contacted me about that year's return between October 2019 and last Christmas Eve, explaining the gap by saying that during the pandemic, IRS revenue officers were not making field visits. As for the fact that neither I nor my accountants recall ever receiving letters about that. Thanks for listening to the free version of this article. To hear the full version and for more articles and content, please subscribe at www.racket.news.